Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Welcome to Late Night DNR. I'm Slide Whistle. Ooh, is this like episode two of DNR After Dark? It's I, immunization, but later than normal. And it's me, Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag. I was just starting to enjoy myself. You're going to miss me. Am I too naughty? The Incubus lines just dropped and they're fucking hot. <laughs> A forest oh my full God. of dreams. All about me, I'm sure. I think my favorite is where he goes, this will be fun. Off the leash at last. Like, okay, spicy boy. I just want to say, though, the voice took me off guard a little bit. I like it a lot, but it was not what I was expecting. But these lines are so good. I'm very excited. I saw a comment saying it wasn't what they expected either. And then I was like, I guess I don't really know what I expected a demon a demon twink to sound like. <laughs> what demon twunk? I would have thought he was more twinky. I would have thought it would have been like, and not do like younger, but it would have been like, oh, now the real fun starts. Like, like a higher pitch to it. But this is definitely Timothy Curry, uh, Judge Claude Frollo. I had to think of his full name. I, I just, I, I love it. It's like, it's like such a campy demon DBZ villain voice. Like, it reminds me of Big Deborah energy. She doesn't know who that is. Well, although I did meet Frieza for the first time and I'm loving him, but like, I like how this is the beginning of the po- of every podcast is like also technically our DBZ update and our like speed run watch of it. Yeah, we we talked at length about how Dr. Jarreau's mean bean machine would never pick up. And here we are starting every episode of the main show like that one. Did you know that I had a Deborah action figure, Aaron? I did. I can believe it. I had a Sapopovich action figure. Oh, they were I mad. Lo- I oh. <laughs> I can't wait to meet Popovich. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh, hey, we're doing a contest. We're doing a... If you want to win free wild game time, then this is the podcast for you, Popovich. Do you know yes. why we're running a contest? Because ding dang, when you're listening to it, it is three years to the day since Do Not Relent came onto the air. And like, we're literally. Giving- yeah, and we're celebrating by giving you things. But there are some rules. Yes. So, guys, if you want a chance to win game time, we're asking you to enter in our TMOG screenshot contest. And we're getting weirdly specific on this, which I think is probably a DNR tagline, weirdly specific about things that aren't well related. But, anyways, we are asking you, we are asking you to submit a Tmog screenshot of your character underneath a tree in your best mog. Underneath a tree because you're the president and we're going to be unwrapping these mog pics, baby. Wrap yourself in your sexiest outfit and place your cute little booty under the tree. And that's what we want to see. Now do know, we're giving you a bit of leeway here. We just want a tree. There's a lot of trees, though, that come in a lot of varieties. So it's up to you to choose the best one 
as well as your best, most attention-getting mog. So we will be judging based, one, on obviously the mog, because it's a mog contest, but I think also we're going to be judging based on which tree you choose. More or less, but but don't think that just because you pick the biggest, grandest tree means you're going to win. Maybe it does. We're taking the tree into account. We're taking your mog into account. And also, if you decide, if you win the contest and you're like, I have enough game time as it is, tell us what mount you want. We Honestly, we don't care. We're, we're going to give away something from the blizzard shop at this point. So how, what if we just say, like, you pick? Like, a mount, game time, a pet? We don't, it's the same to us. What do we care? We, it's for you. Yeah, it's, you earned it, bud, champ, sport. It's the sky's the limit. It's an on the fly decision change. Whatever you want from the store, that's not like a sixty dollar like uh. I mean, like what's like a boost? No boost. You don't get a boost. You gotta earn your keep around here, homie. They said. They said I want a realm change. <laughs> you guys are too much. I'm going back to area fifty two. Pet mount game time. That's what we're gonna leave it at. We got standards underneath on that the tree. Fly. It's not about what you want anymore. It's pet mount game time. Pick one. Or pick a race change. Who cares? Man, Sly, Sly just coming in hot. He's like already toasted from a work event. And he's like, I'm just going to change all the rules on the fly. Pardon. It wasn't a work event, by the way. I don't work with any of these people. It was an ex-work event with all my old co-workers. That's how you know you have a tight bond when y'all work together and you still show up to a holiday party with each other. <laughs> we don't even have the same job anymore. Anyway, send in your pictures of you wrapped up like a little tight little bow underneath whatever tree you decide. Charlie Brown had a tree. Was it pretty? No. Did he win a contest? Probably. That could be you. So we will give you guys maybe two weeks or so to submit your your T-Mog under the tree pictures for this contest, baby. You can email it to us uh, at our do not relent pod at gmail.com. You can tweet it at us at do not relent pod. You can email it to us at navaracoffin at gmail.com. You could post it on uh, immune stream. <laughs> I mean, I guess I would still see the chat, but like I haven't streamed in forever. <laughs> Aaron pointed out it's been over six months now. <laughs> Also, gang, I'm looking at the thing here, and that's definitely going to be Christmas Eve. So you'll find out the winner Christmas Eve. Is that two weeks, Christmas Eve? Did we fuck yeah. that up? <laughs> okay, well, hey, whatever. <laughs> I don't think it's fucking up. Like, it's T-Mog under the tree on Christmas Eve, baby. <laughs> it's on brand. You're going to wake up at 3 a.m. the next morning, and little Sinterklaas is going to be like, ho, ho, ho. Here's the ugly red and black horse, just like you wanted. You can post it in our Discord. Just tag all three of us so we see it and we put it somewhere so we don't forget. <laughs> it's probably, honestly, probably the most risky one because we might forget it was posted there. Also, join our Discord. Uh, it's in our. It's in the link for the episode. It's in our Twitter link. I was going to read the cut out loud, but that's stupid as fuck. Why would I do that? Get your yeah. pens ready, everyone. <laughs> this is a long one. Anyways, enough self-aggrandizing, even though I feel like we earned it three whole years. But I want to talk about the new big thing that happened. I'm going to a big tall tower to get my ass kicked. Corin? Is that you, Corin? You getting those sensu beans, baby? You gotta run up it. Make sure to say hi to Opa and Appa on the bottom. Oopa. Do not be doing that. I like. I wish they did not exist.
All right. It's also Upa and Bora. <laughs> Your Please wish get it right. has been granted immune in more ways than you know. We got the Midge Tower, and not everybody's happy about it. And not everybody is in this chat with us right now. <gasps> Okay, I want to come in hot here and say that I am fairly confident in saying that the that the healer one is overtuned, especially if you are a holy priest. Honestly, it's overtuned in general, but it's easiest if you're a holy paladin. Shocker, right? Like they get everything. But it is so hard, and you know that it's overtuned when, you know, Automatic Jack says that it is overtuned. It took him nearly 7 hours to beat phase one of seven phases in this tower. Uh, okay, so I've been watching Immune, and I've listened to him then about this, and <laughs> it's it, it's really unfair. And, like, I think I can safely say that. Like, a lot of the Mage Tower is very much doable. And technically, the Holy Priest one is doable if you are, like, in the elite 1% of Holy Priests. Yeah, so it's doable, but like not definitely not for casuals. And I like thought I was somewhat good at this game, but honestly, this whole experience has been very triggering to me because it's like giving me instant flashbacks to the like when the Legion version of it was live. And that Mage Tower fucking kicked my ass so hard. And it took me weeks to get it done. And like, not just weeks of doing it straight because you know, you had to fucking grind out the silly bucks to even enter it. The silly, silly bugs. Which I mean, silly, silly bugs is a good catch-all for the various, the what like dozens of currency we've experienced in our six years. Can you imagine if they made us, if they made us get these resources? Well, it was like a thousand shards to enter. I'm pretty sure, right? Which I was fine because I was hanging out with my little. What are they called? They're not dredgers, but they're like similarly shaped in size, but the demons. They're like um, the treasure yeah, it's the goblins. Little, the little red horned guys that carry things. I was I was hanging out with that dude, the treasure goblin or whatever they're called, every single day to open his little chest. And I got so lucky. I socked so many shards up. I was like, I'm going to get this. And then I was like, all right, I don't even need this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, quick side tangent here. Have you guys noticed that people have, for some reason, actually been contributing to the things on the Broken Isles to, like, unlock all of the, like, three things? Well, I guess two things because the Mage Tower is just open for these two weeks. But, like, I'm like, guys, why are you doing this? I think there are world buffs. I think you can get, like, actually, like, positive damage buffs from some of the people in the area. If I... Remembering correctly, but otherwise, I think it's just for a meme. I think they're just like, I'm here. I have resources, war resources. Is that what they're called, or is that BFA? We have order resources. Uh, yeah, order it, was order, resources? it was order resources in Legion. Wait, so you tell me we had garrison resources, and then we had order resources, and then we had war resources. Why? <laughs> That's a lot of resources, homie. Are you pretending yeah. like this isn't the same game that also has equipped us with at least four versions of AP? Yeah, but I like AP because I can just say AP and, <laughs> and it means the same. But yeah, uh, Mage Tower is here. I've quickly had to divorce myself from owning Book. Like I was all gung-ho about Book and then I got my ass slapped around for two days by this. And I said, you know what? I wasn't really going to use Book that much anyways. 
So I had that same reaction you did, but it gave me the opposite reaction. It makes me want book so much more. And it's honestly kind of embarrassing because for me, as a feral druid, I have to face Agatha. And I've only heard up and down about how Agatha is the easiest boss, how Agatha is doable. Agatha is not that hard. And I'm like, I've got like 70 wipes on Agatha because I've, I've never seen her before. So like, but then people are like, well, I never saw her before and I killed her in six. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Exactly. This is why it's triggering for me, because, like, I was able to do it after struggling and gearing up in Legion, because that's the one big difference here. We were able to gear up and kind of, air quotes, out-gear the Mage Tower back then, but now everything is scaled, so now it's all about stats, and that's why people are like, oh, if you want the optimal BIS thing, you want, like, five pieces of gear from the BC time walking, and then you want this crafted piece or this other thing, and it's like, no, I'm not going to do that, but... Anyways, it's triggering for me because I was actually not good at the game in Legion, and I was able to grind it out for weeks and do it, and I am leaps and bounds better at the game in general now, and I am struggling so hard. So maybe, say that I've, I don't know, I think there's like five or six waves of ads on phase one of the healer mage tower. I've just earlier today made it like to the third set of them. And I thought that was an achievement after grinding on it for like several days now. And I'm like, it just feels really bad because like I'm on paper better at the game now, but it just feels so bad. And I feel bad because it makes my complaining pale in comparison to your complaining. My complaining is just me being bad. Your complaining is just you being absolutely screwed by the <laughs> by how the things shook out your holy priest self granted it is also me being bad because if you are good at like you you need to manage your ccs but like first off that's like one problem against holy priest we don't have that many ccs we can we have like a stun censure if you spec into it but that's like 60 seconds that you can scale down maybe to so like on 30 seconds you have like a 60 second fear and then you have Shackle Undead, which I just had to add back to my keybinds because this is the last time that I had it on my keybinds when I was fucking doing this in Legion. Anyways, I am bad at that stuff because, like, as a healer in most settings, I don't have to really worry about interrupting because other people on my party will do it. But the other people in my party this time are, four, like, three fucking idiots that don't use defensives, don't interrupt anything, they stand in the way, they take so much damage, and I also have to keep them alive. And and I think here's where the difference lies between our challenges, is that you're, for your challenge, your top holy priest took how long to complete? So, he completed phase one after, I think, six and a half hours of grinding against it. But then once he made it past phase one, he cleared the challenge. So I think overall it took him like just under seven hours. But that's seven hours straight, like right? Well, it was interrupted. He had to like go to raid or something, but like he timed it like seven hours of this challenge. And then my my class experts, uh, Kalis uh, and other druids in the Dream Grove, Feral the Feral Druids, uh, cleared it in like 10 tries, like less probably less than an hour maybe maybe an hour and i'm just like man i can't i'm still at 30 percent. like i like the the fight i just can't wrap my head around killing ads over the boss which is so weird because apparently this boss isn't even like an enraged check 
I just have to kill imps and then I can kill her. It should be so easy. And I I keep fucking it up because I've never done this fight before. And it's so bizarre. Also, Jack has a Mistweaver, which is like his main alt. And he said that it was like 10% as hard on Mistweaver as it was on Holy Priest. So it was 90% easier on Mistweaver, which is good because that's what I'll be doing it on. Except just kidding, because... Jesus Creasus, it has been, I think the lowest I've gotten Agatha is like 80%, and that's on my main. That's on the girl. Wigglestein would have to step in for half these things, and he does not have the gear for it. So I'm just like, well, you know, it's like all of the PvP, like high class things where I'm like, that's neat. Never going to see that. That's, but he, I, but I've he officially might. moved. I've officially moved book to over there. But he might, but he has the gear for it. People have cleared this as a fresh level 60. You can enter in the Mage Tower at level 50. Gear doesn't matter because it scales down. Your secondary stats are what kind of matters, but you don't need a good eye level. You can do this at like 205. Uh, I'm just, you just, you just I, have I've to just, know just, the monk. I've just divorced myself from book at this point. I'm like, wow, getting beaten down like that really changes a man. Quitter, quitter, chicken dinner. Yes. Well, I just want to make a PSA here as somebody who feels like, in general, they are good at WoW and good at, like, raid and dungeons and things. I just want to say, if you are struggling with the Mage Tower, I'm also struggling with the Mage Tower. And I'm going to, like, go on record and say that, like, it doesn't mean you're bad. It's like the ACT. The ACT just measures how good you are at taking the ACT. The Mage Tower just measures how good you are at doing the Mage Tower challenge. Yeah, like, I will absolutely demolish you. And I'm not even kidding. I challenge you. If you can beat me on a single target boss where immune is not giving me power infusion, (laughs) you win. But I will win. Mage Tower, I can't do for shit, man. I fuck all my buttons up. I have to be. I have to press hero and not wait for Aaron to press it in raid. I can't do that. That's too much work. We actually did have to wait for Aaron to press it this week. Yes, because I was the only guy, and you guys are g- glad I was there for utility. I, I I made the ultimate sacrifice for everyone, and then I was like, okay, where are the other buffs? And then we didn't have them. <laughs> Where are the buffs? Where's the chapstick? <laughs> <I was laughs> we were having some troubles, and there was a there was a number of reasons, but I was also like, oh, I wish I had a little bit more stamina. But we only have one he one priest in the entire guild, and I'm not gonna you you've earned your rest. <laughs> Plus, you were doing good damage, so I was just like, well. We just don't have that one. There were like too many healers, so like I was like I, I'm I, I'm gonna like I'm, I'm a hunter main now, guys. Like I'm not I'm no longer immunization. You see, I am now metalloid. Yeah, he was like, should I go heals? And I'm like, no, we need you as a hunter. You're killing it. Stay hunter, please. And this um, is something that I've always said. It's a creed I've I can always stand behind. We have too many fucking druids. <laughs> There's just so many of them, and they don't give me a buff. No, All they, they do, do is... They... <sighs> Excuse me, Aaron. Do you know how many times I regrowthed you during that fight? The answer well, is... you give me a heal, but I mean... I, well, you, I, I kept you I want a lot. my numbers to be up. Aaron, I'll have you know, when you were on Fate Scribe, 
running rings. Do you know who was in the middle healing you? It was me. I was that actually you. It was I did. Me. I did think I had a guardian angel, a guardian druid, because and I love our group. We're we're super cool guys. If you walk like three steps out of the circle next to Fate Scribe, you are not getting healed at all. They said, baby boy, I hope you have an ice block, but also don't ice block because then your thing will stop moving and someone will yell at you. I, I will say normally I am the healer that stands in the middle and keeps the ring runners up. So, I... but like because but, but like other healers wouldn't know they have to be there because he's not there because it's not normally a thing we think about. It's still weird. So I was like, I'm gonna make. I was in the middle. Huh, regrowth, 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 regrowth. <laughs> but I do want to go back to my shower really quick. I for me for my fight for my Agatha fight, which should not be as hard as it is for me, or maybe it should be. I don't know. I. I'm loving my challenge only because I know it's finishable. <laughs> I know it's not a high bar on like immunes. And so I am weirdly excited to finish this recording and throw my body at this fight like another 35 times to figure out what I'm doing so wrong <laughs> to kill this thing. So, you know, you, it's funny that you say that like, you know, yours is doable and like, the first day it was released, and I saw literally the first day it was released, Jack was struggling against it, didn't make it past, like, phase one. I was all, like, you know, that one TikTok audio where it's, like, <laughs> if the Lord says it will not be done, it will not be done. And that, that's how I felt about it. I was, like, I'm not even going to try until Jack gets it done. And then he got it done, like, later that night. And I was, like, fuck, after I went to bed. And I was, like, the next morning, I'm, like, I guess I got to try now because it's possible. But he's the best holy priest in the world, I feel like. He's so good. <laughs> I know, and I'm, like, his disciple, so I need to get it done, and I will get it done eventually, even if I have to wait, like, six months after failing for these two weeks. Well, luckily, we had some Mage Tower scaling nerfs come into play recently. Yeah, so, we, yeah, yeah, so we've all been asking Blizzard, there are some specs in particular that are having a hard time, please nerf them, this is overtuned. Also, before, before this, I just want to have a side thing, saying that... Holy Priest in particular, Jack, who was on the PTR, it was nerfed during the PTR because it was too hard. But then when it was live now, it feels more similar to what it was like before the nerf. So I, I'm confused about that. But anyways, Slide Whistle, tell us about these scaling nerfs that Blizzard has rolled out. Well, they didn't nerf the bosses. They nerfed our workarounds around the bosses. So if you're if you were a Fury Warrior... You could easily murder Agatha with your um, Crusader enchant, but uh, they fixed that. And the Pharaoh Druid Discord was high on the endless tincture of renewed combat trinket, which I was like, Aaron, make me one of these trinkets today at work. And then it gets nerfed the same fucking day I asked him to make it. Which, to be fair, the trinket was healing us. So... The trinket would heal you for 1,600 health for every enemy you killed. In Mage Tower, when you're squished, you have 6,000 health. So it heals you for one-sixth of your health for every and, minion and you kill. And Ag Agatha's <laughs> boys, there's a lot of them, but they're pretty easily squashed. So you could do just a good flame strike and get back like 80% of your health. 
And so they they nerfed the health from 1600 to 330 health. People can't be mad about this. It was a cheesy workaround. Um, I guess you can be mad if like your tower sucks, but Agatha again, I repeat, is totally doable. Many people have killed it. It isn't hard. It's just like an it is hard, but it's like an ad management phase. It just sucks that like those are the nerfs we got were the fixes to it to like cheesing it, which makes me think that their whole philosophy on this was we're going to launch it at the original levels that people complain about on PTR only because we want to make sure people can't just cheese it and beat it immediately day one or day two. They want to bring it down later, which isn't really fair to the players. Not going to lie, but still. And, and, like, especially, like, why even have people PTR test it if you're going to ignore all of them anyways? Only because the people that PTR test are usually, A, the people that write these guides in the first place, which means that they're better than the average player. Or it's people that are testing the raid that are also better than the average player. If you give the average player times what however many subs we have i'm gonna say two million subs three million subs whatever a, a way to beat this boss one of those lazy dirty bastards will find a cheat workaround like the trinkets they nerfed to fix it and i i think that's why is that is that the right way to run a game i cannot say uh but i will say it feels bad for certain specs a lot of specs and i'm just saying if the top 0.5% of the spec says it's overtuned during PTR, why would you ignore them? Because everyone below them will struggle even more. That's fair. That's, that's very fair. I think they did it as a catch-all safe option. Do I agree with it? Not necessarily, no. But from a personal standpoint, who someone who likes to challenge, I'll chase it. And people have the fucking book. There was a warlock standing outside on the book with cookies. And he was like, hey, invite me to a group and you can have my cookies. And he was completely glossing over the fact that he was floating on the book that makes you that requires you to kill all seven challenges to get it. He's like, yeah, I did. It's it. just like it's hard on one character. And this dude had at minimum because I know, because I have the minimum, at least three perfectly geared characters that he could just switch specs and be like, yeah, I can easily do this within two days of it launching. And he did it day, it was day two. He probably did it day one, honestly. But I saw him on day two and I was like, what the fuck? I can't even kill Agatha, who everybody is telling me is the easiest fight. And I'm just like, buh. I will say, if you're ranged, Agatha, you must have a hell of an easier time than me. It's, uh, uh, uh. But, like, if I somehow was good enough to do that and had, like, the proper characters to get book, like, day one and a half, I also would be Miss Vanjie handing out her cookies. Like, come on, huh? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I, I would take this up further. I would I would use the, uh, the atmosphere, and I'd grow really, really big, and I would sit there on my big book. And then once that ended, I'd bring out my dark portal, 
and spin around a bunch of times. <laughs> I just think I just think Blizzard wanted me to stop writing them emails about to add book, so they did this to me just to forever torment me. Sure, Aaron, books in it, and I'm just like I'm just. I'm sitting there dirtied on the floor crying and they're like, oh, don't you want book? I thought this is everything you ever dreamed of. Well, I guess we'll just add new Barack in. <laughs> no, no, I want book. Oh, may- maybe Bug will have to come back. Blizzard looks at Aaron and shows the book and says, can't you read, mister? Can't you read? Ugh, this is the most divisive book in all of World of Warcraft. Anyways, exploring Kalimdor. <laughs> that one, that one's getting in trouble. I don't know enough about it because I'm far too cishet white to to have any sort of opinion. But that one's uh, in some trouble. Wait, what do you mean? Is it really in trouble? What are you talking about? Yeah, it's really in trouble because they got some gamer guy to write stories. In the mindset of the Horde characters, which, by the way, everyone, because it came from 2004, every Horde race is a weird racial stereotype. So they were like, why didn't you get any POC representation? Anyone of anything? Why did you get, like, the schlubby white guy? And then schlubby white guy's wife is on there. And it's like, well, the universe is bad, not my husband. And it's just, it's blowing up. Anytime I go to the Warcraft tab, that's all the discourse I see. And I'm just like, I'm just looking for hints on Agatha. Uh, A lot of this is very weird. I I just Googled it really quick and I found like a two hour ago result. Zakan, a newly appointed ambassador and member of the Caribbean-esque Dark Spirit Trolls, is said to have somehow been unable to read despite being raised in the literate society of the Horde and had to be taught by the fair-skinned elven regent Lord Lothamar. Honestly, not going to lie, the person who wrote this did not take anything to effect. If you think that Lothamar has anything of importance to anybody, you're wrong. <laughs> Lothamar sucks. That's, that's, that's the Articles biggest bad. thing. That's the biggest, that's the biggest thing. Is This book is full of lies because it said Lothamar did anything other than kiss first Arcanist Lothamara. I mean, also, like- if you were getting with first Arcanist Lothamara... Why would you do anything? Why would you no. even be available to, I'm sorry. to, to teach Zakan? I would just be like, I'm sorry, I'm getting it in, champion. This article is just one person writing their opinions. Other than this is of Kalimdor, like the Native American coded Torin and the Alliance loyal Night Elves are either ignored or undermined by many. Uh, if you think the Night Elves are being ignored in literature, you're absolutely wrong. And if you think the Torin are, you're absolutely correct because the Torrin suck. Yes, the, the, the Torrin have zero stories. The death of Karen was the one they'll ever have. I, this is definitely this. This is a very far reach for me. This one, it's just, this is one dude tweeting and Twitter manifesting all this energy into hating World of Warcraft that they're like, this is what's wrong with the system. And I'm like, this is anywhere, not anywhere near like what's wrong with the game. Because, like, as Aaron said, like, yes, the basis of the races is probably problematic, but it's the stories that we have to work with going forward. And also, like, 
if there's the one thing we know about Lorthamar, it's that he can read and write poems and seduce Thalorsara. So, like, I, they probably are just trying to use him for a plot device because that's all that we know about him. Yeah, this is this is a reach. And as a POC and gay, rebuked. You can delete that. Delete <laughs> that. That's not where you're, that's not that's not Fabi Kosher. But keep it in mid. <laughs> you, you are Yami Yugi with your magic cylinder hovering above hovering above your head. <laughs> I, mean, I like, return your attack to you. It's literally one article from Game Rant. It's ridiculous. This is absurd. These are whatever. Like this is not the way to go about that. <laughs> And now it's time for everyone's beloved segment. We're going to have a little party. Ooh, <laughs> Incubi. I didn't know you came into the studio. Okay. Hey, everybody. It's, uh, you know, it's wild seed seed and party. Totally, totally radical. I don't have hiccups now. Oh, wait, that's later. Uh, anyway, I, this is actually a... Throwing it back to the oldies, Wild Seed Party, because I went through my screenshots, so I don't have to actually do anything new. And so I found a screenshot from, I think, BFA when I was on my hunter, Achilles, and this death knight, whose name is Undead Cack, it's a great name, says, this is a quote, he says, Lego fag, and he wants to duel me. And I don't know what I'm saying here, I was like, hey, trade me that, that was mine. Grr. What am I trying to trade? Either way, so he, he, he said fag and then wants to duel me. I'm like, oh, this is a real cool dude. So then I feigned death <laughs> and I said, no, please, I'm already dead. Don't hurt me. I'm fuck, leave me alone, is what I was typing. And then I have a screenshot of me uh, casting Stampede. And I guess I stampeded my people or his people in this duel. And I, I, beat, I beat him, apparently. And I said I had to call him back up or else I was going to lose. I think that's cheating, right? Undead Cack says, Dude, you're like either really sarcastic or really nice. And I said, I'm pretty sure I'm disqualified. I used too many animals. I shouldn't have beat you. you I cheated. And he goes, I hope you have a great day. And I was like, goodbye, friend. <laughs> so this dude went from calling me fag to trying to fight me to being my friend. And that's what WoW's all about, I, I think. Probably shouldn't call people that if you don't know them. This has been a wild seed seed party. Well, that certainly was quite the party, wild seed. Oh, was it? <laughs> I, I don't remember. Oh, that means it's a good party, right? Speaking of good parties, have you guys done any of the Legion time walking dungeons yet? No. Pa parties, yes. Good. Eh. I mean, they're fine. I just. The big thing was that I wanted to do them just be to be like, oh, I'm going back to Legion. This is so great. But I did it through the looking through for group thing. So it's like, wow, 180 gear. Neat. And then the reward was 226 gear. So I was like, neat. But what I can say is I feel like the looking for group ones, there was no middle ground. I had super cool guys who pulled the entirety of Darkheart Thicket, just paladins who would be running and being like, uh, we'll just go until we get to Cat Boss. You can heal me, right? Or you would get people who, like, at the most minor inconvenience would leave. 
hello, this is my this is my TED talk now. People would go <laughs> to court of stars, they would see the boat and they'd say, not this one, and just leave. <laughs> I had to recue so many times because no one wanted really? to do court of stars. No one wanted to do that one. And then they didn't understand the the match em up game. <laughs> Uh, was, I had a t- I had a tough time. I had to do fifteen of these things. I kind of dread. I was kind of dreading going back in there because, like, I'm like, do I remember the mechanics? But I didn't think about anybody else just not knowing any of them. And the worst part, the worst, was we didn't even get the Odin one, so I didn't even get to gaslight any children to jumping off the bridge. No. <laughs> that said. Uh, they will be around for two weeks, and they do Mythic Plus stuff, so I know these dungeons pretty well. Not like I don't know the Shadowlands ones, but I'm excited to do that. And that's all she wrote about Legion stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, I haven't been able to do any of the Mythic Plus Legion stuff yet, because I've been, like, just throwing myself at this fucking Mage Tower, but maybe in this upcoming week I will... Hopefully dive into some high level Eye of Ajara because like I want to be tormented by those seagulls again, you know. Oh, also the other unfortunate thing that made it a little lame was you obviously you get Mog, but because we played the shit out of Legion and specifically I did it on Growlina, I haven't gotten anything new. So I'm just like, oh neat. Just all the sims that you already have. Yeah, just uh, just only old Mog, and I'm like, oh cool. Well, that brings me to our time warp. I'm going to need these two fools to think about the correct answers to the question I'm about to ask. And they have 40 seconds to name some of the hottest NPCs you've ever encountered. I need you two to name as many summonable warlock demons as you can on your mark. Get set. Go. Incubus, Succubus, Voidwalker. Um, oh, shit. Um, I don't know the names of the ones. Imp. Um, Felguard. If that's what we're doing. Um... I feel like there's only like five or six of them, right? There are six. Um, hold on. Um, Beholder, uh, Doom Lord. Ooh, oh, the Watcher. Like, is that what it's called? I don't yeah. know. Um, Doom Guard. Time. So I thought you meant like their names. I was like. Is there a set list of these? Yes. I thought it was just random. You thought the demons were random? I thought their names were. Like like when you summon an imp and his name is like Dresduel. Oh, God. No, I've been looking at types of imps. Also. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, I was I was like, no one. Everyone knows their imp's name and no one knows another person's name. The options were imp. Voidwalker, Succubus, Fell Hunter, Fell Guard, Doom Guard, Infernal, Incubus, uh, Dreadstalkers, 
Demonic Tyrants, Infernals, Dark Glares, Vile Fiends. There's a lot of demons in yeah, because I, I definitely was just thinking of like the summonable friend ones, but I was like, oh man, you can summon a bunch of them based on like cooldowns. I actually have no idea who won that because Immune came out super strong. He was like four in a row, but Aaron started to come up at the end and I was so excited about my time warp that I called it without a timer. So I'm sitting here and I'm counting in my head to 40 seconds so I was only able to keep kind of stock of what was being said around me. Wow, on our three-year episode, classic slide whistle fashion here. Just you wait till we'll a double time warp out. Who knows? So Please I'll, no. I'll take a shot because I fucked it up. And in classic anniversary fashion, we'll get to the real winner next week. Or during the edit. Who knows? If you care enough. You want to blame it on the edit. I really, do, I really do not know. I, I know three or four that he got, and I know three or four that I got, and I, I don't know what else there was. Yes, hello. This is immunization in the editing booth, and I just wanted to swoop on in here and give the official verdict that I believe Aaron won this time warp with a count of four to three. He properly named Fellhound, an Imp, a Felguard, a Doomguard, while I only named Incubus, Succubus, and Voidwalker in the time allotted. So there you have it. My. Hey everyone, go stream Kimothy Pterodactyl's Coconuts. It's certainly being streamed at my house. My coconuts. You, you can, can put, put them in, in your, your mouth. Right now, right now. Right, right now, now, right now. It's so good. Honestly, I think we could email her and she probably would approve us to play the song, the full song at the end of the episode. I'm not even kidding. She probably would just be like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, like, we don't even email her. We just, like, tag her on TikTok and then she'd be like, yeah, cool. I'm not even kidding. Let's do that and see if we can get away with it. <laughs> anyway, here's my shot that I probably shouldn't take because I had eight jello shots that James made at a bar. <laughs> Here we go. I'm sorry, did James make and sneak in jello shots to this bar? I lied a little bit. He pre-made them at home, but he did bring in about 35 jello shots in a lunch bag <laughs> into a bar <laughs> that we ate I'm, all thank, 35. Thank you for elaborating. I was just about to say, okay, how did he get 35 tiny plastic cups into the bar? I got a big coat. He was like, I'm going to save some for my wedding tomorrow. And we said, no, we're going to eat all of them tonight. <laughs> Congrats, James. Not his wedding. Anyway, that was Time Warp. <laughs> we'll see who has it next week. But for this week, we have some spoilers. Like, I mean, like, do we even need spoiler warn anyone here? If you listen to us, you know we talk about whatever the fuck we want. And we're talking about 9.2 data mine slash fully released things. Like, one of, one of these uh, cinematics, legitimately, the dev team was like, hey, watch this. It's... This on yeah, purpose, uh, representing it to say, you. And I saw Dracoris say it earlier today, but one of the cutscenes was put out by the official team last night, or yeah, it was last night. And so, like, it's not even spoilers because they are telling you, like, hey, check this out. Yeah, so Dracoris from the LFR podcast, full name and citation, uh, was talking about this. Um, 
Taryn Gregory of the World of Warcraft team tweeted this out and was like, happy PTR day. Here's a cinematic that we worked really hard on. And I was like, yo, what the fuck are we doing? What is this? And it was like a five minute video that I was shocked that I walked away liking. Same, because we've talked about this several times in the past that we were convinced that we would hate whatever route they went with in the storytelling of like how Sylvanas is like air quotes redeemed or like air quotes forgiven like because like anyways this cinematic deals with Sylvanas being like passed out like on that one table in the middle of Orbos where like hand of the arbiter is behind and you start all your quests on and she's like passed the fuck out there she's like not waking up and Uther has to go up to her and like try to wake her up and he's like oh my god she has a scar like mine and you know it's like where she was stabbed by Arthas and all that and they have like a joint flashback of sorts and where Uther goes back into her memory and meets like Ranger General Sylvanas and they talk about the torment that that original Sylvanas has been feeling this entire time when I guess she was first stabbed and her soul was split. So yes, that Sylvanas, Sylvanas Windrunner Ranger General has been seeing all of the adventures she's gone on, but seen them under the guise of a different person. So it's like that gray woman is doing awful things. And Uther's like, Sylvanas, you are the gray woman. And she's like, I don't believe you. You need to show me something. He goes, hold on a sec. I'm also a blue angel. And it's like, oh my God, (laughs) you're right, Uther. Well, I will say before that, there was this really cool scene where Ranger General Sylvanas was like on the ground at the burning of Teldrassil with like evil banshee queen sylvanas like commanding it and it's basically ranger general sylvanas is in the position that i'm sorry guys what was the name delarin the night elf was in i'm not gonna pretend like i remembered that i just saw someone talking about it today so i was like i'm gonna drop that one down loves night elves aaron loves night elves he knows delarin summer moon i hate them i only remember her because she died and i laughed i giggled Hmm. yeah mm -hmm. Anyway, continue of the Night Elf. Yeah, so I thought it was a really cool parallel that, like, she was yelling at herself in this inner turmoil during the burning of Teldrassil, being like, these are our people type thing. Like, basically, Ranger General was held hostage as, like, the jailer-dominated version of the Banshee Queen was burning Teldrassil. And then later on, as Aaron was saying... Uther and Bluther both together were like, yeah, we were also dominated by the Jailer. Well, not maybe not dominated, but like convinced by the Jailer to do his work. And like, we need to accept that these were our actions of the past. And like, we might not be forgiven, but we need to make the correct things going forward if we ever want to like live with ourselves type deal. It's very yes. existential. It's, it's, it's interesting. And okay, so I have been on the bandwagon that I absolutely hate the idea of a Sylvanas redemption story. And I watched a cinematic like two days ago and I was like, yo, I think this is like the best way to go about this. The Horde is immediately 
dissolved of all victories <laughs> for the war in BFA. Sylvanas sat there. Ranger General Sylvanas sat there and said, why? What are you doing? This is wrong. And I'm like, yes, yes, it's so wrong. And tell me more. And then she did tell us more because then she was talking with Uther and then she's like, her crimes that she committed, like in reference to Banshee Queen. And then she paused. And then she was like, my crimes that I committed are unforgivable. Yeah, she even had this whole dialogue with Uther where she was like, my but my crimes are unforgivable. And Uther goes, yeah, bitch. Yeah, they are unforgivable. Yeah, much. <laughs> I mean... I got dominated, but all I did was kind of talk shit in, like, two story missions. You, you did a lot. And I don't even know why I'm comparing our fates. You're awful. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. Basically, what we're getting at is if you're one of the people that was like, well, Sylvanas burned the tree for a good reason. Nope. Sorry. You lost. You are incorrect, sir, or and or madam, and or they, them. I, I tweeted it out. I was like, all those Sylvanas apologists are looking like clowns now, you know? Anyone who is a Sylvanas loyalist in BFA, you're being reported for mean. <laughs> There's no way you're getting out of this one. You're you a mean bean machine. You're officially on a watch list. Congratulations. <laughs> Savannah said, how could she, how could I do this? And I'm like, that's what I've been saying this whole time, bitch. Like, thank yeah, God. how could you? <laughs> how could you? <laughs> and they just did a whole nother expansion and like 70% of World of Warcraft players are like, mm, that tracks. I'm just imagining. I'm, I'm still good. <laughs> I'm imagining her as the uh, person in the Hunchback in Notre Dame, the old man in the stockades. I'm free. I'm free. Whoa. And he gets locked in the fucking stockades again. That's you, bitch. You committed crimes that you obviously deserve to be there for. And 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 even Uther was like, "Will you accept the crimes of your past self?" And I'm like, bitch, you have to. That's you. Those are your clothes. That's your skin. You did this. Motherfucker. And I'm sorry. I was looking at uh, Knuckles the Echidna speaking in the new Sonic trailer when you were talking about me it too, earlier. Me too, me too, me so too, I don't, too. I don't know <laughs> if you that. talked about it. But fucking Uther's like, we need to do something to wake her up. And her boys were there like, no, we don't. Bane's like, I'll, I'll clonk her right now with a big log. No, and fucking Bane is like, maybe she shouldn't wake up. And I'm like, yes, Bane, speaking the truth here. Pull out your tree and squish her. Also, that knuckles looks dope as fuck. It looks it, so it, it good. Does. It does. He only said one line in the trailer, and I'm spellbound. Wow, I love that. The game wars are happening if you weren't the, the Keelys. Is that what they're called? What are they called? <laughs> I yeah, have no idea. You know, the, the, the Keelys. <laughs> That's what we call it in our group. <laughs> we call it the Keelys. Anyways, the, the like, spoiler-heavy, like, 9.2 PTR has this cinematic and then has Sylvanas waking up with her original Ranger General High Elf blue eyes. And then this leads into a storyline which leads us to also working with the 
the enlightened brokers and everyone in Haven to earn their trust, but then eventually leads us into the Sanctum of Domination raid up to fighting Anduin. And, like, that's where, like, Chapter 4 ends, I believe. And then, like, the next Chapter 5 is after we defeat Anduin and rescue him. And then there's another, like, additional cutscenes as well associated with Sylvanas. One where she recounts the tale of Warcraft 3, I believe, right? Yes, and it is, I'm sure it'll be a great uh, cutscene. It'll be very important, but for the players who have paid attention, it's like, why do we see this? It's like, I used to be his ghost, and then I shot him with an arrow. And then everyone's like, oh shit, what other perspective do we get? We don't get to sit down and talk to you like this much. And that's it. Anyways, moving on. It's just somebody that she used to know. <laughs> you wow. didn't have to cut me off, Arthos. But you did. With a big sword. I have the wound right here. And then Uther's like, oh my god, are we going to wound touch again? Oh my god. But then also like these these following cinematics also show a new model of Sylvanas where she has her blue eyes and has an armor set that is very similar to her ranger general form and also a new bow. So it's like assumed that at some point after the raid, we air quotes trust Sylvanas enough to outfit her again, which might be a little bit of a stretch in my book, but we'll see how it all plays out. I don't know, and I'm obviously biased, but I would have gave her the old armor and be like, ah, oh, see all those spikes and all those skulls? That's you, bitch. You decided to do that one. That was all you, homie. She's she's not getting she's not getting feathers now. I'm not gonna let her forget. Let me just say, when Bane said maybe she shouldn't wake up, I felt that. <laughs> but then chapter five, after we rescue Anduin, involves like your whole team working to figure out how to work with your broken helm of domination and to forge it into a crown of wills of sorts. And there's another cutscene where you are with the rune cover and he forms it into that. And there's a storyline where you test the helm of domination before that on various people and Anduin is one of them. It, like, I don't really exactly understand this because the broken Helm of Domination apparently is enough to dominate some people still. So the the parts have powers? Basically, this chapter five of the Xerath Mortis storyline is involved with you testing how to deal with domination magic after rescu rescuing Anduin and... The bottom line is that, I guess, air quotes, communication of sorts is the anti-domination, where you have to learn the language of Xerath Mortis, and that can make your mind stronger against it. Hmm. Maybe I'm reading this wrong, but... No, you know what? That does make sense, because I, as I was skimming it, I saw Uther talking about, like, we must communicate. It is only through proper communication that we can learn. I was like, do they mean, like, literally talking? So that makes sense, connecting the dots. That <laughs> just Xerath Mortean words are stronger than the jailers. We'll learn hey. Anduin's catchphrase, and he'll be like, oh, I'm free. Yeah, and, and there's also, like, like uh, data mind 
voice lines and text where it seems as if we've actually officially defeated the jailer so that's food for thought that's that's wild to me that and i feel like adds credence to there being a 9.3 if we're doing literally anything after we fought the jailer like you would think that's just a big let's have a big sit down at that moment but maybe there will be a 9.3 if they have Story quest continuing after felling Zoval. Zoval. More like Blechval. More like Zoval on his little bum bum. Ay. Like Mr. GM showed in that animation and then people got mad at him. So more important than any Zoval silly shenanigans, I want some wholesome family action. I'm talking about Talia Fordrigan. I'm talking about Bolver Fogdragon. They finally chatted up. Yeah, because like in the past they were near each other, but they didn't really talk all that much. But in the 9.2 storyline, like like stick around and listen type storyline, they actually chat more and communicate about Talia's upbringing and being like, why wouldn't you let me know that you were still alive and he was like if i let you and your mother know i was still alive you would come to rescue me and then you would die basically and like you can't do that why let them die who 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 even are they what has tally done for us hey she saved us in some introductory quests in bfa she's important any NPC she, she had a lot that. of she had a lot of cool flirtatious dialogue with Flynn before he found himself. Listen, he's a bicon. Like his his time with Talia is still valid. Okay. Also, I do think Talia Four Dragon is a child beard in a sorts, but I guess mostly it's like a it's a uniting element for Bolvar now that he is out of the big ice block. Otherwise, you'd just be like, I'm just going to hit stuff with my hammer. I'm a weird cinder man, blah. But giving him a daughter, now he sort of needs to be human again. He needs to forge relationships after he spent 10 years in the ice block. Yeah, so part of the questing in, I believe, chapter either one of these new chapters is like you are with Talia and Boulevard and you get like a little more insight into them growing closer as father and daughter, which I think is pretty sentimental and cool. Do we know anything about Mary Fordrigan? Did she beef it? Did she die? She's alive. So just Talia's like, I'll, I'll find my papa. And then her mom's just like, mm, I bet he's going to slip on big banana peel again. If there's one thing I knew about that man, that bitch is crispy. <laughs> he was voted most likely to get burnt up to, like, a piece of bacon in high school. Listen, if I were her, I would also be worried about inserting myself into storylines, because I don't want to, like, spontaneously be bricked in the head either. There's only one wife that's ever made it out of there, and Sylvanas tried to take her out. Justice for Mia Greymane. I, I guess quickly as a side note, while we're talking about Sylvanas, there are voice lines too that also point as her now in this current form still wanting to seek out Nathanos? 
as an actual love interest, so that's interesting to me, and I wonder where that goes. Well, I think it is officially that point of the episode when we head into our top two bottom boot or medium of the week. Mr. Slide Whistle, what do you have? I have a top two. Toot toot. Toot toot. It's going to be a quick top toot this week. My top toot is the Mage Tower for Feral Druid. Agatha, baby, she's hard for me, but I like the challenge. And I'm like really excited to go back in and just keep trying to knock her down. When all I have to do is kill imps. And that's literally it. Kill imps and she's dead. Kill Jester. (laughs) Kill imps. Kill Jester. What about you, Aaron? What's your top two bottom boot medium moot? Uh, my medium moot this week is watching the Sonic the Hedgehog 2 trailer, and my man Knuckles is looking so good, but my man Idris Elba said he was going to put on a voice. Sonic jumps into Knuckles' hand, and he's like, what, what makes you think I need your power? And I'm like, Idris, that's just you, buddy. You didn't even <laughs> like it's great. I love your voice. You didn't do a knuckles voice for this one, bud. You just did you. Looks cool though. Uh, it does, and I by the time I finished that sentence, I was like, you know what? That is a great voice. <laughs> now it's just the novelty of like deep British voice coming out of Knuckles the Enchilada. <laughs> the Enchilada. <laughs> but immune. I apologize. You were snubbed. Uh, what is your TTBBMM? Well, I am the opposite coin of Mr. Slide Whistle tonight, and I have a bottom boot courtesy of the Mage Tower. And as previously mentioned, it's a bottom boot because it makes me feel like hot garbage. I know I am not hot garbage at the game. I'm just hot garbage at the Mage Tower, and it is overtuned in particular for the Holy Priest, and it should be nerfed. And that is... Fine. I mean, like, I will get it eventually. I will keep trying, but it just feels obnoxiously hard for the healing spec that probably does the least damage and has the least additional utility. So it is very hard, but I will continue trying. Godspeed, friend. And with that, we are out of here. If you have any comments, questions, complaints, concerns, if you want to submit your TMOG picture contest entry, you can email us at do not relent pod. You can tweet at us at do not relent pod on Twitter. That's what it is, right? Yes. You can submit it on Discord. Find the link to that in our show notes or on Twitter. How about you guys? Where can they find you? Well, you can find me at NavarraCoffin at gmail.com. What about you, Aaron? How about you? You can find me at TheBigAcheesy on Twitter.com. You can read our literary musings at DoNotRelent.LiveJournal.com. And you can watch my Twitch at Twitch.tv slash AaronDNR. I'll just... Keep watching the Sonic Frontiers trailer. Sonic Breath of the Wild. How's that gonna go? And you can find me, Alex, or Immunization on Twitter at New Era Alex, our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent, or me on Twitch at Immunization DNR. We- and with that, we are out of here. 
Or, oh, no, wait, sorry. And remember. Such powerful energy. And with that, we're out of here. And oh, remember. Oh, I didn't think you could make it without hiccuping. This is literally a three-second line. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm stopping. And remember. Another down. Do not relent. Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.